0: Gals, how are you? We missed you guys. Totally. Steph, how are you? I'm good. What's happening? A lot. Tell the people. Tell the people what's been going
1: on. Okay. So, I have not been having the best few weeks. Mm-hmm. Internally, mentally. Mm-hmm. I mean, physically too. Sure, that comes. that's like a part of it. Yeah. But just like feeling a lot of desolation and like... Just, like, not even desire to do stuff. You know, I mm-hmm. think I'm going through, like, my own. Also, postpartum stuff happened. sure. Like, sure. I'm still getting out of what's postpartum and what's just my mental health needs some help. Yeah. So, <laughs> I have been so pursued by the Lord. Like, he is just like, okay, I'm not going to let you mm-hmm. believe all of that. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not going to let you just fall to despair. Yeah. And so, he's just been so um just like persistent but like patient with me and he's just been like showing me over and over how good he is and like how trustworthy and how like how much all of the little things that I'm like stressed and I blow Mm -hmm. up into like be a huge thing like how much all of that matters to him Mm -hmm. like he's just so he's such a details person obviously Yeah. yeah um so just feeling very pursued by him and It gives me, like, this, um, I'm, like, rejuvenated to, like, try, you know, like, it's just, like, it's just, like, fuel for the course. I'm just, okay, Lord, let's let's go. Oh, it's totally grace. Like, I just had, I was telling Beth, like, I just had a friend say, like, oh, I was thinking about you. I offered, you know, you Mm -hmm. up for, um, at Mass. And I'm like, yeah, Lord, you're, you're doing it. So. That's where I'm at. I'm, I feel very taken care of. You know, like mm. these are just seasons that we go through, and yeah. I'm not trying to like wish it away immediately and pretend that I'm fine. Um, I'm just riding the wave with the Lord.
0: Wow. How are you, Beth? That was very transparent. Yeah. You know. And I love that. I love Thanks. that. Thanks. I I was, however, thinking you were going to tell them something else. I, oh, I thought <laughs> I was trying to bait you to tell. I them. I thought you were
1: baiting me to tell them that. Because I shared that with you yesterday.
0: No. I was baiting you to tell them something you told me 30 seconds ago. What did I tell you? Steph. Oh, about St. Joan of Arc? Are you
1: joking? Oh, my gosh, guys. Steph. Okay. here.
0: Tell them about this.
1: She is is very persistent. I mean, she was. She loves you. She was on the front lines. She loves me, and she's, like, doubling up with St. Michael to just be with me. Let let me back it up here. Steph is in a glory cloud right
0: now. Let me tell you something. Steph doesn't do saints. She's not into that. You don't do words either, really. No, usually. no. Anyway, this year it's been very clear that Saint Joan of Arc is her patron saint. Yes. And this book, my friends, has been on our coffee table in our office for months, I don't know, months. months. Neither of us have ever like, paid attention to it. We've never, like, sat down with it. You know what I mean? It's beautiful. We
1: received it. I don't even it's, think I looked at the cover and I was like, oh, look, there's Joan of Arc. I'm just, like, a book of saints. Like, we, cool. That's beautiful. It's it's a beautiful book. Yeah. The artwork in there is crazy. Anyway,
0: here she is on the cover. Also, is Megan here? Look at all those floor de lis Anyway, this is a signal grace for Megan. And for Taylor, too. What? Yeah. I wish Megan was here to hear that. Taylor's doing the well with Megan. I know. That's what I it's, mean. Sh- that
1: was confirmation. Totally. I'll let Taylor
0: tell it, but totally, totally, totally. Yeah.
1: Anyway, she. That's wild. She's following me and Taylor. She's like, she actually asked me. She's like, "How's it going with Whoa. Joan?" And I'm like, "I haven't really given her much time." Wow. Oh, I'm sorry, Saint Dominic. Are you? What even? a guy. That's incredible. Yeah. Wow. So then, if you guys join my. What?
0: I'm sorry. I'm having a moment right now. I don't even know who this is or what this is, but
1: I'm, like, deeply moved. That's me riding the wave. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. I mean, that's all of us, I feel. Yeah. St. Genevieve? What are you talking about? Okay, okay, okay. Okay, so if you are with us for the live rosary on Friday and um it's usually me and like my crazy kids right wow. but at the end i've just been feeling very called to pray the saint michael prayer after mm-hmm. the live rosary mm-hmm. and uh, you know i we were cleaning the office today i'm like mm-hmm. okay joan i'll like open it up and like see what you're all about obviously they they she heard saint michael's voice and she he was, like, directing her on, like, how... What, I mean,
0: it's why people thought she was crazy. Yeah.
1: And so, like, they co- they're they obviously coming in pairs, and they're coming after me.
0: And I am here for it. I do think, oftentimes, like, I have a saint for the year, and he's being very low-key. He's there, for oh. sure. But St. Therese is, like, in my face. And I'm like, what's the deal? Are mm-hmm. you guys connected somehow? Why mm-hmm. did I think I was getting St. Damien at Molokai, but... Like Saint Therese is coming in hot, you know what I mean? Ooh. I do. I think they, I think they travel in packs. And then I found out, I googled. I'm like Saint Damien of Molokai, Saint Therese, mm-hmm. like connection or mm-hmm. whatever. And it said the thing that came up is that one of whoa, the whoa. strongest. Whoa! I thought I hit record. I Uh-oh. was very proud of myself. That's not good. We're still here. We're, we're still here. here. Megan, we were just talking about how Flor de Lis is a signal grace for you. I don't know. Guys, where do we go? Anyway, Megan, I mentioned that, and then Steph said, It's a signal grace for Taylor, and I about died. No audio either? Uh oh. Uh oh. We lost you? One this sec. is horrible. Friends, speaking of St. Michael, St. Michael the Archangel, uh-huh. defend us in battle. Can the you guys still like hear that. us on YouTube? Is that real? Is there anything happening over here? Kaylee will tell us. No? Signal Grace here too. Jessica, no way. I don't even know if you can hear me. We're here, Anne. We're here. So Stay with us. Oh, you can, Jessica. Praise God. You can hear. Thanks, Amy. Lost you I as soon. I know.
1: I know. It's like the total cliffhanger. Yeah, that was bizarro.
0: Fancy. Guys, what's going on? You know, can you see me or can you just hear me on YouTube? That would be something. Oh, yes, you can see me, too. This is cute. I'm just like, well. (laughs) Steph is working on it. Oh, good. You can still see and hear me on Facebook. Amazing. Okay. okay. Anyway, so I Googled Mm -hmm. St. Damien, St. Therese connection because I'm like, what's the deal? Mm -hmm. And it turns out one of the strongest proponents of the cause for canonization for St. Damien of Molokai was St. Teresa of Calcutta. Who is like also one of my people. Yeah. So anyway, I just thought that was so beautiful that Mother Teresa was like pounding down the doors in the Vatican trying to get St. Damien of Molokai canonized. And like obviously he gave his life in service to the Jesus in the distressing disguise of the lepers, you know, the poor. I this? Good. Hi. Hi. Is that Jenna? I don't know who's saying hi, BD. Hi, Patty. Hi, Janet. Anyway, have you guys ever met Saints who are friends? Do you have any like Saint Duos, Saint Pal Saint Saint Pals, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Who like run together. Obviously, people like uh Cosmos and Damien or um who was I just thinking of? Oh Saint Be- uh Saint Benedict and Hi! Wow, Steph amazing! Bored. Can you guys hear us now too? Hi Shalom, thanks for praying. Um St. Benedict and St. Scholastica. Obviously, like, siblings, twins, whatever. Uh Uh-oh, video, but no sound. This is not good. But I'm glad you guys are with us on Facebook and YouTube. How about now? Praise God for that. No sound? No audio still? Lexi, love the little eye emoji. It's so funny. Anyway, um, let me think who else. I'm noticing, oh, can I share something? Can I share something? Great. I'm going to just keep talking about things that I care about. (laughs) Um, I their podcast their first one of the year talking about their word of the year because you know that's my jam a word of the year and I've been doing this for at least 10 years I, I it's more it's more than 10 years but I don't know if it's 11 or 12 point being I'm always like a little bit sad at the end of the year and only in recent years like to give up I'm sad to give up my word and in recent years I have felt like the Lord saying to me like you don't you don't have to give that word up like a word doesn't end and then michelle really confirmed that she talked about that on abiding together work together can like see themes so i put like in my notes out just out of curiosity i'm like okay i remember my words from previous years so I went back and I, like, went all the way through. And the first one that I know for sure that I had a word was 2020. I'm sorry, 2013. 2013. But I know I had a word before that, but I don't know what year it was. Anyway, I just want to encourage you to do that kind of in the vein of, like, talking about journaling and um, just being just being grateful receivers of graces from God I think writing them down, cherishing words from the Lord, paying attention to your life, paying attention to signal graces. Like, this is not just something cute. Like, there's a reason that we're talking about St. Joan of Arc Mm -hmm. and St. Michael the Archangel and the fleur de Lis, Like, that's for you. If that's resonating, there's a reason we're talking about St. Damien of Molokai. Um, I used to think that that was like, I don't know, being... um, like reaching, I used to think that that was me, like trying to make something. But instead, I've realized the the God's economy. Um, there's a subtlety to grace, and so I think it's actually a real gift that I'm sensitive now. Oh, praise God! I think it's a real gift to be sensitive and to have like a grateful, soft heart to receive signal graces, mm-hmm. to make connections with saints, and to take it personally. I think that's what I'm getting at, is Ooh. is to take it personally. When things are mentioned and your ears perk up, like, that's because that's the Lord speaking to you. That's because that's the Lord inflaming your hope or um, encouraging you to have faith. Like, start taking it personally instead of what I did for many years, which is like, oh, that's not that big a deal. Like, I'm probably... I'm probably trying too hard. I'm reaching. Do you know what I mean? I feel like that all the time. Yeah. What if we just started to like take it personally? I'm like like stuck with that. thanks. Thanks for saying that to me because you knew I was listening and you love me and you want to encourage me. That was for me. Mm. You know? I can Oh, praise God. Okay. What's happening? There are some comments over here as I was just giving a little soliloquy about (laughs) graces and saints and the Lord's intentional symphonic activity in our lives. I was going for music. He's like an orchestra conductor. What's, what's, you guys know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. It's like all things working together. And he's like, orchestrating it. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Aaron,
1: I love St. Andre Busset.
0: Oh my goodness. Wow. Yeah. I wonder if there's a connection there. Well, obviously the the French thing, oh, mm-hmm. Canada, mm-hmm. right?
1: Yes. Okay, what does Jessica say? Jessica says, that's also so weird. St. Michael is my patron. I have a second class relic of him. And St. Teresa, the little flower, is my patron, too. Wow. I just got an exact replica of her painting of the holy face directly from her convent in France, by chance.
0: Okay. It's not by chance. You know what's
1: crazy? Megan just
0: texted me this morning and said that January, I didn't know this, I don't know if this is true, is that January is the month of the holy face. We were just talking about that this morning. Yeah. And Jenna, last night, Jenna meant it as a joke, but she sent me something. Oh, I thought it said holy face. Thanks Megan. Thanks for fact-checking me. Anyway, Jenna sent me something of the Holy Face last night and I was like, I gotta I gotta just be with him
1: and look at his face. Amen. Yeah. I was staring at the fa- his face at, inside the Newman Center, the new painting that they did. Obsessed. And Christ I the like, He like captivated me. And I was just like, yes. "Oh my gosh." And so, like, his gaze and then, like, the Eucharist was right under. And so I was just, like, like I, I don't know. You yeah. could put a face to
0: to him, you know?
1: It was wild. It was a beautiful prayer.
0: Yeah. Okay, let's see. Everything so is inseparable Saint, from Saint his face. His is. heart is inseparable from his face, is inseparable from his name. Yeah. Just goes on and on, you know? Mm-hmm.
1: How much of that is us versus God regarding saints? Like, them pursuing us? What do you mean? How much of that is us? Yeah, Lucy, I want to know what you mean. Could
0: you clarify for me
1: what you mean? I wanted to learn French as a little kid, and now I'm fluent and a tutor for it. Whoa. Excuse me. And the two patrons, Saints of France have always followed me. Yeah. Not a coincidence. Not a coincidence. Not a coincidence. Not a coincidence. Wow.
0: wow. Yeah. Boy, now I'm just thinking, you know, it, it's really, it's such a mystery. I think that's a good posture for us to have when it comes to these graces is um, just like humility, wonder at the mystery of what God is doing. Whereas again, mm-hmm. I think before I would have tried to figure out what everything means. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now I just am kind of like, oh, like I noticed and I don't have to understand right now. Mm-hmm. And even the night before revival, I, I had a dream. I know it was a prophetic dream. Just from from years of, like, walking with the Lord, like, I can tell when a dream is different. Mm -hmm. And that dream had elements of a prophetic dream I had six months ago, had elements of a dream I had two years before that. But none of those things made sense in isolation. But Mm -hmm. over time, over years, more has been revealed. And there's more confidence in me to just trust God and patiently wait as those graces unfold.
1: Yeah. no prayer. Goes unheard, mm. then it's probably from something that we've mm. prayed years ago, and totally. we're just like, Oh, well, nothing ever happened with that. And the Lord's like, Oh, no, I'll bring it up.
0: Yeah, this is a Megan, this is a great response. I think you're responding to Lucy over on Facebook. Mm. I think the saints always want to be friends with us. For the sake of bringing us to God. Amen. Amen. So if we like them or want to be friends with them, we're never making too much of it. I I agree totally. Mm -hmm. I think the saints teach us uh, how to follow God. They teach us how to respond generously to God. Um, They give us an example to follow. They make us courageous with their own yes. Love that. Oh, okay, Lucy, thank you. Sure. When you're speaking of resonating with saints because one stumbles upon a saint like saint philomena or saint john of arc is it us versus god well in general i think we make too little of god in general i think i make too little of god that um i think us saying like ah that's too much like i think in general we don't give god enough credit so i don't hate I don't think I'm going to look back on my life and say, I gave God too much credit. Ooh. Like, I trusted God too much. You know what I
1: mean? I just don't. I don't think I will. Can someone write all of these things down that Beth the same Because I need to sit with them. Well, it's, yeah, just.
0: Take it personal. Yeah. That's it. Take him personally. Because he is personal. You know? Amen. Yeah. Man how do the saints interact with us ah it is recorded uh yeah i i think the saints are always meant to lead us to god Mm -hmm. and to help us by their prayers to do god's will so their their sole interest in us is to help us respond to god's will to fulfill god's will in our lives it's not about them it's not about their glory They're willing, honestly, think about Mother Teresa who despised having her photo taken. But she told the Lord that she like wanted, I think it was like a soul from purgatory for every photo she had to take. (laughs) Like it was a total mortification for her Mm -hmm. to be in the public eye and for people to mistakenly give her the credit and the glory for what she did, which was hugely inspiring and heroic. But it pained her that people didn't see Jesus or her love of Jesus they saw a social worker you know mm-hmm. and um, anyway why, why am I saying that I was I was why sometimes I'd wind up on something and then I get lost <laughs> along the way you know what I mean so anyway I think the saints coming into our lives I think it's a similar thing they're willing to kind of come forward to teach us something that they learned about God and and for in our just littleness and our humanity to kind of give them credit and miss God. But they know they'll bring it around through their mm-hmm. prayers. And like mm-hmm. God will straighten us out. Yeah. Amen.
1: There's times where like I, you know, people have a devotion to St. Jude. And like I just never want to talk to him because I'm always like my stuff is too little. Mm-hmm. But yesterday I could not for the life of me find very important Sacrament certificates that I needed to okay. turn in, yeah. and I was like, you know what? I've tore up my house. I've done every. I've looked literally everywhere. St. Jude. I'm just gonna ask you to help me. Mm. Like pray for me to help me. Like this is kind of like yeah. becoming a little impossible to find these. And later on, it occurred to me to text the marriage prep coordinator uh, at our the parish where we got married that has the copies of all of our sacrament certificates. Wow. Yeah. And I was like, you know what, St. Jude, I'm going to chalk this one up as a little victory on your end because you prayed for me, with me, to have this resolved. That this isn't for St. Jude. Yes. He he wanted to help me get that figured out. And so he brought that petition to the Lord. And yeah. so that inspiration, Totally. it must have been a little whisper from St. Jude to the Holy Spirit to come to me. To think of texting. To inspire that thought. Amen. Absolutely. Yeah. So I was like, thank you, St. Jude. Yeah. Because you tag-teamed this with me. And this is what happens. Something like that happens. We
0: pray desperately, and then we have a thought. And it's like, oh, I'll just text so-and-so. And we don't give God the credit. We don't make too much of God. Mm-hmm. We're like, oh, why didn't I think of that? Yeah. Well, you didn't think of it because the Holy Spirit didn't inspire you because St. Jude didn't pray for you. I you know what I mean? I tore
1: up my house this weekend. Why didn't I get this idea last week? Yeah, when totally. When I first wanted to look for this, the thing and yeah. I did not find it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. I had to just bring it to someone else to help me. Lexi
0: says, "I often just notice certain saints popping up everywhere, perhaps in images and homilies, etc. I start praying with them, learning about them, and it always seems to fit in, into a certain season of my life. I find there's no coincidence with certain saints coming into our lives and their feast days. Mm-hmm. Amen." The power of the liturgical calendar is Mm mind-blowing. It's a mystery, though. Like, but I've been so consoled so many times to show up to Mass and find that it was a feast day that I wasn't anticipating Mm -hmm. that coincides with an intention that I had or a need that I have
1: or a pain that I have, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Veronica, my daughter's school friend is telling her that Catholics worship saints Mm. and now my daughter is questioning her Catholic faith. I told her we don't worship them. We asked for them to intercede for us, to petition for us. Yeah, exactly.
0: Something I learned from my friend Justine uh, during her wonderful talk at SEEK about engaging with Protestants is that often we just use different words and so the 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 difficulty is really just one of um language. We need like common terms, and as Catholics, we need to get better about using language that Protestants can understand. We have our own whole language and lexicon as Catholics. We talked about this a little bit last week mm-hmm. with like red and white martyrs, like even not all Catholics know what that is. Why are we mm-hmm. using that I was language? Say, you not know? just
1: Protestants, but even uncatechized Catholics. Totally. We need to have the same totally. language that's inviting.
0: Yeah, and I'm not saying that we water down what we're sharing, but we need to use language that they understand, you know? Mm-hmm. Simple analogies that they can understand. We need to be more, um, like, what's the word? Supple or um, when you're like on your toes, it's an Ignatian term. When you're, like, poised, we need to be poised mm-hmm. and, like, agile to, to make allowances to help people understand. Mm-hmm. So even, like, I don't know that Protestants would know intercede or petition. Maybe. I, I'm, I'm in no way trying to, like, criticize them. But, um, like, I would just say something like, the same way that we I would ask Steph to pray for mm-hmm. me, I'm going to ask the saints in heaven to pray for me mm-hmm. because they're alive in heaven. Like there were no Catholic terms in that in that sentence at all, right? Right. And like you, you, they might push back on you about scripture. And I mean, I'm the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. I'm the God of the living. You know, they're alive, even though we know they're dead. Anyway, I do think language. Yes, Cheryl, understanding the language. Um, has been a huge uh, has been huge for changing my Protestant heart. Yeah. yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Does that make sense, Veronica? Yeah, perfect. Praise God. Praise You're Lord. doing it. you're you're doing it. Even the fact that you could respond so lovingly and not defensively and say, oh no, mm. like that's not. <laughs> like we're just tweaking that yeah. a little bit. Yeah. you know. Oh, thanks, Cheryl. We definitely understand intercede. Um, the problem was knowing that's what Catholics ah. were asking of the saints. Cool. Thanks for, mm-hmm. thanks for sharing that. Um, friends, I love talking about the saints more than most things. <laughs> <laughs> but today we were hoping to share with you a little bit more. We're getting into the heart. And um, kind of a, speaking of unique words, mm-hmm. I want to talk about befriending our own hearts today. So we're going to, I think, wrap up our conversation here on Facebook and YouTube, and scooch on over exclusively to the app. And we'd love for you gals on Facebook and YouTube to join us over there. Um, And we're gonna get into how to befriend our own hearts.
1: Scooch on over. I love that you said scooch. Well, just feeling a little like scooching, you know? Just cozy. Just just, a warm invitation. It's just a little shift. We're just shifting
0: on over, you know what I mean? See you soon. Amazing, see you in a few. Okay, gals talk to me about befriending your heart oh sarah that's awesome praise god oh guys what how's your heart wait i'm sorry sarah i just love you Uh, sarah (laughs) who's who's hanging around you know what i mean when you're at mass what statue catches your eye who have you heard about and been interested in but maybe you're intimidated by who does someone in your life who are they devoted to? And so you hear about it all the time. Pay attention to those things. Mm-hmm. We can't make too much of the Lord, you know? So get curious. I think you already have saints kind of hanging around, loving you, interceding. The saints that, like St. Damien de Molokai, he's on my radar in 2024, but I know that he's been praying for me for years. Mm-hmm. It's just now it's like he's coming forward because there's something. I think actually it's because I'm finally ready and have grown in to a certain level to be able to learn from him what God has asked him to teach me through his life. Does that make sense? I don't think I could have received it any sooner. Mm. Um, Wow, beautiful, Rhonda. I found myself transfixed by the Divine Mercy painting at work. I swear it's literally glowing. Oh, at church, beautiful. I mean, (laughs) Rhonda, it sounds like you should get a little holy card or image and put it up Mm -hmm. at work Mm -hmm. you know he's drawing you he's speaking to you personally through that image okay i love it let's talk about our hearts also love to talk about that saints hearts jesus mary can we start it off with that quote from the catechism that i wanted to share stuff do it okay tell the
1: people i'm gonna tell
0: them read the whole thing not just that one line okay
1: i hope we're talking about the same one i don't know that we are but we'll find out holy spirit Okay, this is from the Catechism of the Catholic Church, paragraph 2563. It says the heart is a dwelling place where I am, where I live, according to the Semitic or Biblical expression. The heart is the place to which I withdraw. The heart is our hidden center beyond the grasp of our reason and of others. Only the Spirit of God can fathom the hu- human heart and know it fully. The heart is the place of decision deeper than our psychic drives. It is a place of truth where we choose life or death. It is a place of encounter because as image of God, we live in relation. It is the place of covenant. Mm.
0: Tell them what you liked. So fascinating because Steph likes a different
1: line in there than I like. Classic. Yeah, This is 2563 uh, from the Catechism. My what just sat with me was it is the place of covenant. Mm,
0: say more. say more words.
1: What does I want mean to you. So I was listening to Bible in a year, and um one of the the previous ones were was when um, and I'm gonna totally butcher these these characters, but correct me, please. Mm, great. Esau no, Isaac gave Jacob. The blessing instead of giving it to Esau. Esau, yeah. And Father Mike was talking about that and how, when he when um, Isaac realized what had happened, he didn't take back the blessing. He had been deceived by Jacob. who's yes. the
0: younger son. So the blessing should have gone to the eldest son, Esau. Mm-hmm. But Jacob
1: deceived him. His name literally means supplanter, yeah. deceiver. He yeah. was pretending to be his brother, and so when he finally realized what happened he um father mike was just kind of commenting on he couldn't take the blessing back the yeah. blessing was the blessing it it was it is and so it's not like he could have just said well then that blessing is canceled out and he was mm-hmm. talking about how in our baptism like once we are baptized we are sons and daughters of of god and mm-hmm. that just because someone like declares to no longer want to be affiliated with god I want no connection i don't want to be catholic anymore i don't want to believe that God loves me and I'm his child like it doesn't take away from that um that covenant that's made that in Mm -hmm. the sacrament of baptism we are always his child and so when I'm when I read that last line of um it is the place of covenant it's like where if I'm thinking about where my heart is it's right now and I've shared with you guys kind of where I'm at but it's just that covenant. It's just that promise. Once again, Mm -hmm. like I know that God is promising to be with me, to take care of me, to, um, rescue me, to allow me to have fun and joy and experience goodness. And I cry for joy and for happy things all the time now. And I never used to do that. I was like, Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. And like that, when I go back to like, you know i talk about being overstimulated all the time and just needing to get away and like this and that i have kids and i'm also trying to work from home most of the time And then i have other things and when it when i read this and it's like our heart is the hidden center like mm-hmm. i can go into thinking about what how my heart is and where where it is in my relationship with the lord yeah. and that is my place of escape and that is where i remember the covenant mm-hmm. that is where i remember that god promised me All of these good things, all of um, just to take care of me, even in those moments. So I'm not, I don't necessarily need to give up or lose hope because I can always check my heart and see where it is in relation to God the Father's heart Mm -hmm. and remember that promise that He's made to me. Mm
0: -hmm. That's beautiful. Wow. Um, Wow, Taylor. What this tells me is that my heart matters. Yes
1: it's so beautiful it does yeah even the emoji guys i was like what emoji should i put on the title like cute little heart with no like we need to take care of our hearts we need to um protect it sometimes bandage it find ways for it to be healed yeah and go there with the lord even when it feels like you know sometimes like a wound right you sometimes you need to switch out the bandage you need to get some new fresh gauze in there and just let it Mm -hmm. breathe or take it out and let it breathe Mm -hmm. And let it heal again, and and I think the Lord invites us to that, um, to to just know that we he, he's giving us that space to say, hey, I need to take care of my heart a little bit better. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. do you want to share what stood out to you? Well, I kind of want to get into, um,
0: yeah, I kind of want to get into really where the title came from, Megan. I'm looking in my notes because. This is like such a grace that i can't even remember i was having lunch with the lord not on purpose but it just turned into a date he was like so present and um and i have this tendency to um be suspicious of mm-hmm. my own heart so i'll have a desire or even honestly just a thought or a feeling, um, a judgment, like, and I really do, I have, we all do have a a gift of discernment that's really highly attuned in me, a charism of discernment, but I'm so used to second guessing myself and, um, criticizing myself. And I would even use this language a lot, like in spiritual direction, you know, like this beautiful thing happened in prayer, but I don't know, like, It's taken years to to trust Hmm. my own heart and, and trust my own prayer and trust God's voice in my life. Not that I'm gonna get it perfectly every time, but also that I'm not gonna ruin everything if I don't get it perfectly. And I remember the Lord, it was like he just looked right at me. Megan, no pressure, but if you remember this, please tell me in the comments. The Lord said to me, why do you, what did he say? Not condemn was it condemn your own heart? Why do you, anyway, I looked it up and it was like, hold it in scorn. Like, why do you think your heart is not worthy of regard? What was the word, Megan? Mm -hmm. Do you know? Despise, thank you. That what a grace that I literally can't even remember because the Lord has healed so Mm -hmm. much. Why do you despise your own heart? And I mean, it cut so deep. Way the word of the Lord does, like it was like a scalpel. I was like, friend, true. (laughs) I do, I despise my own heart. I looked up the word despise and it was like, hold your heart in contempt, consider it scornful, whatever. And then he said to me, I want you to befriend your heart. And it's been the most beautiful few months Mm -hmm. of welcoming my own heart and learning to trust my own heart and actually even in prayer, seeing my heart personified as little me who I would normally shame into like shutting up just to be totally honest with you. Like any desires that I have, I would be like, stop that, manage that, get it together. Like, why are you acting like that? Like I would respond with a lot of anger toward my own heart. Mm -hmm. And I, I'll give you one example. I very early after the, the Lord started doing this work, I just began watching Jesus and Mary interact with little me, which was a personification of my own heart. And at one point I it's like, I looked over and I, I saw our lady leaning down listening intently to my heart my little heart was like being exactly like me like going off (laughs) telling this thing so fired up but like passionate and joyful and and mary was like listening to every word i said and not in a condescending way she wasn't like okay mm -hmm." like it wasn't like that it and it was like this this thing resonated in me like whoa my heart is wise like mary listens to my heart she's not just entertaining my heart she's not just putting up with me you felt does this make sense it was so healing for me to watch how mary treated my heart um and anyway it's just been like yeah totally lexi and attentive listen attentiveness like no other it's so our Lady. Anyway, that's just, that's the journey I've been on for the last few months. Well, um, is, is, um, befriending my heart, not treating, not despising my heart. Um, it's been so multifaceted, like giving me permission to express desire and not like shaming my desires or like managing them myself, just expressing them. Wow grief. Like it's been very, anyway, I'm just learning to, to be a friend, to befriend mm-hmm. my own heart. And I'm learning that from Jesus and Mary. Yeah.
1: We think about how we would want to take care of someone else's heart. Mm. Like there's so much attention there to yeah. like, when someone comes to you and like, it's just very raw and like, they're going through something. Mm. Like we do what we can, you know, as women, as nurturers to, to want to just, wrap them and, and, mm-hmm. and nurture and be there. And I think a lot of the times we do it well for others and we don't do it well for ourselves. Wow. Um, maybe there's, there's whatever reason for that, you know, whether we feel like other people getting to other people is more important. Don't want to be selfish. I'm fine. I'm overreacting. Yeah. Um, but the Lord really, and like the catechism, which is like, Only the spirit of God knows our hearts fully. It can only be fully known by the Lord. And if we try to manage our hearts by ourselves, Mm -hmm. we're not going to have the answers. And he reveals to us, right, what that was all about. Me thinking I was too much when I was a little kid or in this situation, I'm just misunderstood or whatever the case may be. The words like, let me tell you actually what that is all about. Mm. and we need to go to him with that so befriending our heart is all is i think it just begins with ultimately just giving him access to that 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 just the the most the core of who we are because only he will fully understand and if only the, the lord fully knows our hearts and understands it then we need him to reveal it to us yeah
0: Well, I even want to take it a step further back. Lexi said this. I didn't even know how harsh I was with my own heart. Yeah. I I think it's like second nature. Mm -hmm. For many of us, we have an inner critic, right? Or we've been shut down in certain situations. So now we've learned uh, to treat our hearts in the way that other people treated our hearts. Anyway, we have a complicated complex (laughs) system of defenses i think around our heart Mm. and it it just becomes so automatic i don't know that we even i i'm curious like do you even are you even aware of how you treat your own heart
1: yeah i don't think we are we get caught up with everything else yeah jessica says suspicion of my own heart yes Mm. second guessing I recently prayed with Jeremiah 29.13. I wrote the Spanish Devo for today and I talked about 29.13. Stop! Wow! Um, You will seek me and find me uh, when you seek me with all your heart. Wow. My first instinct was to criticize my heart and then he inspired me to not go down that rabbit hole and instead I asked him a question. Lord, what do you see when you look at my heart? And this image came to mind and my heart so strongly of God the Father taking my heart into his arms like a little yeah. baby. And this has so deeply changed how I approach my own heart.
0: Yeah, stay right there, Jessica. Like just keep looking at the Father holding, uh, like, like snuggling, protecting, mm-hmm. embracing your heart that will be the healing of your heart that image that's not a one-time thing we Mm -hmm. i think we get we get a um i'll make it personal can be like a consumer in prayer where i want quantity rather than seeing the everlasting nature Mm -hmm. like the depth and um the nuclear power of the grace that God gives. And, and that grace that you just shared with us, thank you, is nuclear. Mm -hmm. Like if you just stay there, like talk to the father, look at your own heart and tell him what you want to criticize about your heart and like, see how he reacts. Ask
1: him what he says to your heart. Stay there, Jessica. Mm Wow. Wow. You're good at that, Beth, because yesterday I was sharing like a phrase that I was getting in prayer and you're like, stay with that in prayer. And I'm like, "Okay, yeah, I'm not going to just let it pass by. Yeah. I need to sit with it for a longer time. Yeah, we do. We do. Megan says, yes, befriending my heart has felt like how to recognize and receive real love. Wow. Yeah. How do we surrender our hearts fully to the Lord? That's a great question, Shalom.
0: I think, Shalom, we start by surrendering a little bit. You know, yeah. I'm, I'm thinking about this. Um, there's an image Father Michael Gately uh, employs in Consoling the Heart of Jesus and how we want to come to Jesus free and fully. Um, but like, I think that I think the example he gives is a donut. But like we have, you know, this attachment, right, or addiction. Mm-hmm. And we think I have to put the donut down to come to Jesus. I have to, to leave this thing here so I can give him my hand. And he's like, just come to Jesus with the donut. He doesn't mind the donut. We'll take care of the donut, but just like come to him. And so I think we just do it every day and we do it a little bit. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know that we'll fully be able to do that until we're in heaven with him, you know, but he gives us the grace to give him a little bit more and a little bit more and a little bit more. And also he, he responds to the desire of our heart to give ourselves fully to him whether or not we actually can yeah he know he's like so moved by the desire yeah you know he's moved by your desire to want
1: to surrender your heart to him fully that's enough for him we talked about this a little bit in the last Q&A on how trust takes time mm. and it's 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 trust it's practicing trust yeah. with the little things like you said and you know just like when we try to make a habit out of anything and mm-hmm. just have to keep practicing it yeah um and then ultimately we start to yeah I think once once we let him prove himself to mm-hmm. us not that he he i don't know not that he needs to show but sometimes he does mm-hmm. right and so we start trusting him with little matters the bigger matters will come like it'll be you don't we don't have to just I think we don't have to just put all of our chips out on the table all at once, yeah. you know, because yeah. I think and that that comes from my I think I get discouraged easily when I look at the, the finish line or I look at the big picture and I'm sure. like, Bible in a year, I'm already a week behind, you know? Yeah. And I'm like, I can't do how am I going to do this for the next 300 and however many days? Yeah. And I'm like, oh, by listening to two on my way to work. Totally. I'll That's be fine. Good. You know? Right. So, I think we get discouraged because big picture and like end game and like the long, it's like the long race. And we start, but if we just do a little step, a little bit every single day, yeah, like the Lord sees that. What's mm-hmm. um, Sarah saying? How uh, Sarah said, I'm just blown away by the Lord right now. Every word you God. both are speaking is the Lord speaking to me. Mm-hmm. I literally prayed to Him this week. I don't even know what to pray right now because I'm so weak and exhausted. Mm-hmm. There's just been so many things in life recently that I haven't cared for my own heart. Mm-hmm. I'm always worried about others' hearts.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You
1: know, the nice thing is he's always concerned with your heart. So. And he knows.
0: Yeah.
1: I think Justine was leading the rosary. And I'm mm-hmm. like, I don't know what I need prayers for, but I know I need them. <laughs> like, you guys yeah. just pray for me? So you even saying that to the Lord, like, I don't know what I need for but mm-hmm. you do. hmm Okay, can you I don't I'm so sorry I don't know how to say your name Mari Marihana came so Beautiful. late because my son wouldn't fall asleep. Please do the upload of the video ASAP oh, as I was will. looking forward so much. We, will. we got sure you that. for sure. We'll keep it down so he doesn't wake up. Mm-hmm. Let's see, thank you. bringing up for me another tendency mm-hmm. I have is to not allow myself to fill up on those graces. Yeah. Like I'm not allowed, I haven't returned to that image intentionally. Oh Oh, I think the sake. are we talking about the Divine Mercy one? No. Which image? That was Rhonda. Oh, oh, oh.
0: Yeah. Guys, I I think what I was a little, my concern with this topic. Mariana. Was that we might become discouraged looking at our own hearts. But I I think what Jessica shared was so good about just seeing the Father holding her heart. Mm that's our hope and that's our healing um or or what I shared about seeing Our Lady interact with my heart honestly this like season of prayer has really like revealed to me the goodness of my own heart you know if we just like invite him to begin tending to our hearts Um, showing him like Mm -hmm. showing him just like he does in that divine mercy image. Like he opens his, his robe to expose his heart. If we do that with him in prayer, like, I mean, you could literally sit in adoration and go like, like here it is, you know, and there's a prayer that's deeper than words. It's the prayer of desire. Mm -hmm. And so just to, to desire healing, to desire that, um, to desire to see and to know the way he loves our hearts, um, the desire to give him our hearts. I just think there's so many ways this could go, but I wanna encourage you today to begin to, uh, to befriend
1: your heart. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think we need to remember that our hearts belong to mm-hmm. him yes
0: mm-hmm. well it's coming back to that um our heart is the dwelling place where god lives mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. it's beautiful
1: if we think of like a church and how reverent we are in a church mm-hmm. right and how we just want everyone to know how sacred it is to mm-hmm. be there and like because the lord dwells there mm-hmm. but he makes a dwelling in us mm-hmm. and like that's where covenant happens it's like we need to take care of it and and have the same reverence for
0: yeah. it. yeah yeah he's, he's
1: there yeah so yeah i encourage you to do something today Mm. for your heart whoa and maybe we'll ask the lord to show us what that i'm totally
0: in fact let's say let's ask the lord because he knows better than we do yeah what would be encouraging to our hearts yeah wow um susanna it seems like i'm constantly emptying my heart but i need to go to adoration and have him fill up my heart i'm so desperate for the retreat I think it's so beautiful the way you pour yourself out. It's, it's so like the Lord. You're very generous with giving your heart and in service and in leadership. Um, but I, my hope for you, Susanna, would be that you would go to that inner place, that mm-hmm. inner room every day with the Lord so that all of the outside activity what the church would call your apostolate would be an overflow of that so it's not um emptying and like left barren and dry i mean i love desperation desperation doesn't feel good but it is good so i love i don't know i'm 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 just there's both and to what you shared and i i want you to experience more of
1: overflow like, let him fill you so that you are filled, not so that you have more to exactly. give. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. This is just, uh,
0: it's, this is mom stuff. This is like the sacred work of motherhood mm-hmm. with Jesus, you know, and not having to do it yourself.
1: Yeah. Thank you, Lord. Yeah. Yeah. Megan said, just thinking about how he allowed his heart to be Mm -hmm. pierced because he wants nothing more than to be united with our hearts, no matter how messy we think they are. He's not afraid of the mess or pain Mm -hmm. like we are. He'll help us get to know our hearts in kindness. Yeah, we need to get to know our hearts. Here we go, Taylor. What does St. Therese say? My heart is naturally sensitive and it is precisely because of its capacity for pain that I wish to offer to our Lord every kind of suffering it can bear. Yeah. Even the ugliness, sad, dark feeling is something I can offer him yeah. that nobody else can. Immediately I'm filled with hope. Yeah, that's so beautiful. Wow. I love that image of just like my offering, like uh, what uh, what is my offering to the Lord that yeah. I bring to him? That's beautiful. Yeah. This is just reminding me of when I was in the well and he said to me, I know all of the desires of your heart, mm-hmm. even the ones you don't acknowledge. Totally. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I wasn't sad at adoration last night, but found myself just emptying out my heart to him. I felt full afterwards with renewed energy. Yeah, what
0: you're describing is self-gift. That's what you're describing. You're giving, you're pouring out of yourself, but you're not, um, golly, that's beautiful. Yeah, Rhonda, have you journaled about that? You should write that down. It's beautiful. It's so, it's so, um, Saint Mary Magdalene, like at the feet of mm-hmm. like anointing, pouring out the whole alabaster jar mm-hmm. at his feet, just giving him everything. And and she's not poorer because of it, she's richer for it. Wow. Okay, Steph, do you want to pray for these people? Let's pray. Can we just can we ask the Lord? I want you to do it, but can you just
1: ask the Lord to show us our own hearts? Yeah. Okay. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Mm -hmm. Come, Holy Spirit. Be with us right now, Lord. Spirit of God, the one that fully knows our hearts, the only one. Will you reveal it to us? Will you show us what our hearts look like? Will you encourage that those desires we have in our hearts are good? Lord, I ask for an increased awareness of our hearts, the health of our hearts, I ask, Lord, that you allow us to come to that dwelling place where you are waiting for us in covenant. And Lord, for those of us that feel discouraged or scared or unsure of approaching our hearts because of hurt or shame or doubt or any wounds, Lord. We ask for healing in your name, Jesus, but we also ask for just the courage to approach that area, that space with you. Show us how good our hearts are, Lord. Remind us that they were made to be united with yours. we thank you for the good the good that you've the goodness of our hearts we thank mm-hmm. you that that you just despite what we think of ourselves or how much we take care of ourselves or that you just still see us as good in those moments where we don't see ourselves as good lord i ask for just that awareness to see our hearts through your eyes, Lord, to befriend our hearts, to entrust our hearts to you? Will you show us, Lord, how we can befriend our hearts today? Will you place on our hearts something we can do to tend to it with you? you give us the grace to see how you're already working in our hearts, Lord. We praise you and we thank you and we love you. In your holy name, Jesus, we pray, Mm -hmm. amen. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, Mm -hmm. amen. Thanks, Steph. Thank you.
0: Thanks,
1: guys. Always a joy. Always a treat.
0: Yeah, beautiful. So glad you're here, Bernadette. Thank you.
1: Thank you. Mm -hmm. We'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye.